Hello everyone and welcome back to the Herald's New Generation Sports Report. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined as always by the Herald Sports Editor, Ed Farrell. Ed, how are you doing? Okay, how about you? How did you enjoy vacation? I did. I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm coming back a whole year older, 25 now. Um, I want to thank you. I want to thank our uh, digital editor, I mean, uh, Janae Avery, for filling in for me last week. I think she did a great job. And so we're going to, you know, do what we do here. We're going to get into some football later on. We're going to even touch on golf a little bit later on as well. But before all that, let's pause for a brief word from our sponsors. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. All right, Ed, so of course this week uh, we have a huge matchup coming up Friday night. It's wilmington Farrell. So what can you tell me about that game? It's the game of the century for this week. Now, in all <laughs> seriousness, it should be a lot of fun. Farrell is 4-0 and is currently ranked number one in Class 2A in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, according to the Harrisburg Patriot News poll. Farrell has uh, vaulted perennial power Southern Columbia, which had a 65-game winning streak uh, snapped last week by Wyoming. So Southern Columbia, the team which has uh, defeated Wilmington three times in the last four years for the PIAA Class 2A championship, uh, Farrell has now vaulted Wilm uh, Southern Columbia for the top spot in the poll. So it's number one Farrell versus number eight Wilmington. Wilmington is the five-time reigning District 10 Class 2A champion. Of course, Farrell, before losing to Wilmington last year, had won back-to-back PIAA Class 1A championships. So there are a lot of subplots here. Uh, interestingly, uh, during last year's pandemic in the reconfigured District 10 regions, Farrell and Wilmington were in the same region and actually met twice during the regular season. Both games won by Wilmington, 41-20 and 21-20. Uh, and then, of course, they uh, ultimately met for the District 10 championship won by Wilmington 1914. So, as I said, a lot of subplots. Uh, thus far this year, Farrell, as I said, is 4-0. <clears throat> Farrell has actually had two games canceled this year, which has been a source of frustration for head coach Ampagese. Right. But Farrell is 4-0 and has outscored four opponents 222-6 to so far. 
that is just yeah two that's that's something i don't think i've ever heard a stat line like that yeah that's 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 pretty pretty cool. impressive yeah definitely um so so what they had their they had a couple games canceled and everything and i know this whole process you know like they try and like find then an opponent when their original opponent gets canceled um do you think that there's maybe anything like that teams just don't want to play them right now? Absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm not being smug or arrogant, but right. I, I made that remark to Coach Pegues, okay. and I, I also made that remark to Coach Fillion because mm-hmm. the same circumstance occurred at Wilmington. But, yeah, Farrell was supposed to have played last week against West Middlesex, and, again, West Middlesex is now in the co-op with Sharpsell, so that, that was kind of an open date. And Coach mm-hmm. Pegues said he tried to contact between 10 and 12 schools last week uh, to try to get a game, and it sounds like convoluted logic, but Farrell's almost a victim of its own success. No one wanted to schedule Farrell on short notice, so right. the, the Steelers had to go without a game last week. Uh huh. And so, I don't know how much you talked with uh, Coach Pegues about this, but like, how much does like obviously you know like during the season teams might get like you know a bye week. You know, in the NFL, every team gets a bye week and everything. But if you have too much of a break, that might like impact any momentum that you have. You know, did you guys speak on mm-hmm. that at all? Oh yeah, I think he's a little concerned. You know, okay. uh, he, he he broached the term rusty mm-hmm. during our conversation because Farrell had uh, I believe played two games and had a week off and played another two games and another week off. So uh, I think I made the remark to Janae last week. You know, I think high school kids are kind of wired or programmed, you know, Friday night. You're playing every Friday night uh, for the better part of three months. So I think it is a concern for Coach Begies. Obviously, Farrell is healthy and rested, but it'll be interesting to see how the game begins Friday night. You know, we're speaking at around 3 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon, so there's there's still time for Farrell to, you know, practice and so forth. But I, I think there's a big difference between practicing uh, and then playing for real on Friday night at 7 o'clock. Right. Well, I know that uh, that last year when we covered, uh, what, they played three times, yes. right, last year? Mm-hmm. Um, those were always very entertaining games to cover. Just like the in- the game is one thing, but the environment yeah. at those games is just, um, it's something else. And now, where you can allow, you know, full capacity and stuff in these games, it should be a, should be a pretty cool should, um, atmosphere. Should be a good atmosphere. Uh, mm-hmm. I, hope, I just hope the weather holds up, but it should be. A That's just, right. I, yes. I hope it should, it should be a, just a great atmosphere for a local high school football game. Yeah. As of right now on Wednesday, it looks like we might get some thunderstorms, but um, hopefully that, you know, stays away by the time 7 p.m. rolls around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look forward to that game later on for some coverage from us. Um, but uh, what else do we got going on? Got a couple interesting games. Uh, Hickory at Slippery Rock. Uh, a rematch of last year's District 10 semifinals. Uh, noteworthy, Hickory has won now three straight games. Hickory now 4-2, and two. Uh, Slippery Rock 4-0. and oh. Another game which might kind of sort of fly under the radar of our, uh, our listeners, but LeBray is at Brookfield. And my point is, I've been doing this for about 40 years, and it sounds like hyperbole, but one of the best high school football games I've ever seen was last year when LeBray beat Brookfield in the second round of the OHSAA uh, Division Six playoffs, 55-54. One of the best Ooh. high school games I've ever seen. So anyway, LeBray 6-1 and one at Brookfield 5-1. and one. Other local games from Mercer County, Greenville is at Reynolds, which is a traditional rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of renewed. Uh, Greenville 3-3, three and three, Reynolds 3-2. Three and two. Grove City 4-2 and two at Titusville 2-2. Two and two. Grove City coming off a big win at Sharon last week. Connie at Sharon 4-2. and two. Another little backyard rivalry, if you would, Lakeview at Mercer. Lakeview one and four, Mercer two and three. 
Kind of an interesting game on the Saturday matinee. Sharpsville at Kennedy Catholic. Used to be a big rivalry back in the day. Sharpsville uh, lost to Wilmington last week, 28-27. Hmm. Uh, Kennedy Catholic won its first game since 2012. Uh, I believe, according to our archives, Kennedy defeated Mercer in the third week of the 2012 season and went winless for 28 consecutive games, hmm. even after the program was renewed last year. So Kennedy Catholic coming off the program's first win in years, will host Sharpsville on Saturday afternoon. All right. Yeah. Should be a very, very exciting week of high school football. Yeah. Um, so before we end the show here, um, let's talk a little bit about golf. I know we have uh, a very talented uh, group of uh, this, golfers over at Hickory. This, this is really, again, so I, I think it flies under the radar a little bit, but the Hickory High girls golf team won the District 10 Class 2A team title last week. And they were paced by the individual medalist, Sasha Petrochko, who shot 70-70 for a total of 140. So Hickory uh, girls are going to the PIAA championships. I believe those are on October 25th. That's for the team championships. I believe the individual championships, which is almost like a separate entity, are taking place a week earlier on October 18th. So Petrochko, the medalist from D10, and Mackenzie Gusses, who finished fourth in D10, they're going to be competing in the individual championship. So Craig, Coach Craig Antush of Hickory, it's a, their second District 10 championship. They've won 11 consecutive regular season region championships. So just a, a great performance. In addition to Petrosco and uh, Augustus, I also want to mention uh, Luciana Masters, Ava Liberti, and Megan Bull are the, are the other members of that uh, starting unit for Hickory High Girls Golf. So congratulations to them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, it'll be exciting to see what they can do uh, mm -hmm. later on this month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really exciting, and yeah, yep. good for them. Yep, a couple of Harold Tammy uh, uh, participants in there as well. Yeah, right? yeah, Mackenzie Gustus won yep. that as a matter that's of right. fact. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, best of luck to them later on this month and uh, the rest of the Hickory Golf team. So that'll do it this week on the Sports Report. Ed, is there anything else that maybe you have to add? I'll see you Friday night down in New Wilmington at Greyhound Stadium. That's right. All of my uh, all my poncho on. I'll bring my rain gear for my cameras and everything. I'll I'll be prepared. And hopefully, if it's raining, that's fine. I don't mind a little rain. It's football weather, but of course, once lightning happens, you got to <laughs> run through the hole every 30 minutes, but we're not going to speak that into existence here. So um, thank you guys for listening to the Herald uh, New Generation Sports Reports. Uh, we'll be here every week. So thank you all for listening and thank you, Ed. Thanks again, Tanner.